Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. This time we're headed to Stillwater to have a slice of pizza pie. Maybe you learn a thing or two about Stillwater. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So we're having a pizza show? Is it like a pizza party? It's a pizza party. Okay, dude. Cowabunga! I I like pizza, but are we really saying that there's a place in this magical place called Stillwater yeah. that has pizza so good that I need to hop in my car and drive for two hours to get a slice? What I'm saying is you may, you don't have to do that. I mean, there are... These places are all over now. Yes, I know. But I think you have to talk about the point of origin. This place has a lot of history. We'll get to it. We, you know, a lot of people may not know anything about Stillwater first. Okay, well, let's talk about Stillwater then. Well, it's not contrary to popular belief. It's not the birthplace of pizza. But I'm sure you've heard of Washington Irving. Yes, I have. He wrote Rip Van Winkle. He was on the dollar bill. Was he? No. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. That is so stated the show. Anyways. Was he? <laughs> he wrote Sleepy Hollow, but he provided the first actual written description of what Stillwater looked like, at least to him. It was it appeared in his book, The Tour of Prairies. He wrote a glorious prairie spreading beneath the golden beams of an aut- what is it? Autumnal? Autumnal. Autumnal. Sun. Autumn sun. An autumn sun. Okay. Well, he concluded by saying that the uh, frequent... Tra- I can't say frequent! I you can say, say it. it! You can say it when you're not reading it. Why is that? Frequent. Frequent. He said there were a lot of buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of buffalo. Buffalo traces so, everywhere. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm not trying to take anything sure. away from yeah, Stillwater, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma. But I have to question what the validity of the statement that Washington Irving wrote that specifically about Stillwater, Oklahoma. God, I, that almost kind of sounds like a tall tale a little bit. Rip Van Winkle? Uh, <laughs> the guy wrote Rip Van Winkle. I mean, I, I get it, but, and, and I'm sure he was there. Right. And I'm sure he, I mean, I'm sure he was in the general vicinity, but are we saying it was actually within Stillwater city limits or are we just kind of guesstimating and he could have been out there on I-35, 20 miles north of Stillwater? Or, you know, there's somebody in Norman going, well, Shakespeare wrote a thing about Norman down here. I can already, I mean, the rivalry's already started. Is it, is have, it Washington Irving or Shakespeare? We have a bedlam issue with historical writings now. Okay. So as far as the name Stillwater, the town Stillwater, there are apparently several options. It's like kind of pick your own poison or there's choose your adventure. Points of contention here. So first one. One legend suggests that the local Indian tribes called the creek Stillwater because the water was always still. I'm not saying, I'm not taking anything away, but kind of obvious. A little too on the nose, maybe? Maybe, maybe, I don't know. What about, what did you find? What was yours? Well, another one states that cattlemen driving herds from Texas to railways back east always found the water still there. So kind of the same, but it sounds a little too much like the first one. Well... I kind of like that one, though. <laughs> like, it's still there. Uh, but isn't wah, wah. it kind of like the first one? A little bit. Okay. I mean, but there's a difference. I mean, one of the the 
Native American version was that the water didn't move, right? And the cowboy version is that every time we come back, there's still it's, water it's there. It's still there. Yeah. Now, okay, so the third one kind of cracks me up a little bit. Uh, legend holds that David L. Payne, not to be confused with David Payne with News 9. Uh, Are we sure it's not the same guy? It might be. He walked up to Stillwater Creek and said, this town should be named Stillwater. There you go. He had some people, though, at the board that thought he was a little crazy for just saying Stillwater, but it stuck. Hmm. And that's, uh, and now you know the rest of the story. So a little bit more Stillwater history than Brett. Sure. Okay, so 1890. Fast forward. We've already established we're Stillwater now. Oklahoma Territory passed a bill that actually gave a land grant in 1894 to the Oklahoma Agriculture and Mechanical College, which is now known as just OSU. Everybody, I think everybody around here knows it was an ag school, but it used to be a mechanical college. I don't know what you do at a mechanical college. Engineering, perhaps? No, but they dedicated the brick building, the assembly building, later known as the Old Central Building. So one of the things that I think is really cool is by the time... Oklahoma became a state. Yeah. Downtown Stillwater had more than 50 buildings. That's crazy. Before they were anything. Right. Before, I don't know, Norman, did you have your did you have your shit together? Oh, God, dude. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm an OU guy, and I'm, I'm casting shade at Norman. I know, but we, we're going to end up, it's just going to be a big fight. We lost a few, we lost a few of the brethren and sisterhood. When I dropped a meme during Bedlam, and I'm trying to make up for it. <laughs> Come on back. Welcome back. I say let's stop trying to start the pot start the between pot. Norman and Stillwater. Mm -hmm. Maybe we just get into Hideaway Pizza. Yeah. Well, it's that time of year. It's the holiday season. And by holiday season, I mean it's holiday tax group season. If you're getting your taxes done, <laughs> now is the time after you've counted all the receipts and wrote off all your kids' presents as, as charitable expenses. I don't think that is why it's called holiday tax group. But it feels like it. But it is coming up to the end of the year. A lot of people do have to be considering deductions and that sort of thing. And if you're in the market for somebody to help you to hold your hand, Yes. Uh, Justin Holiday over at the Holiday Tax Group is the man for the job. And I am going to say, if you got a present from the federal government in the form of a notification that you're going to be audited, mm -hmm. Holiday Tax Group specializes in that kind of thing. Yeah, I got a, a Jelly of the Month letter from Uncle Sam a few years ago, and uh, I didn't know about Holiday Tax Group, but now I do. So, again... Holiday Tax Group. It's HolidayTaxGroup.com. Holiday is with two L's. Two L's. Check them out. So, Brett, hit me with some hideaway history. Now, you're kind of a, I don't know, are you are you a, let, let's talk about being pizza bougie first. Are you kind of bougie when it comes to pizza? What's your, what's your perfect pie? Oh, I'm going to have to go New York style. Okay. I like the hold it, fold it. With the flop and the cheese and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I don't like mushy crust. Okay. I You're like a crusty crust? You kind of a, get a little bit of a bite to it? A little bit. Okay, well then you'll love you'll love Hideaway Pizza. I've Look, been to Hideaway Pizza. Yeah? Who are you trying to sell here with this? I know, but you were kind of iffy about it. So what I'll do, I want you to learn a little history while okay, everybody else learns a little Let's history. hear it. Here's some Hideaway history. Originally named Campus Hideaway, it was actually one of the first pizza joints in Oklahoma in 1957. 
They literally were one of the very few places in Oklahoma that served pizza. But it wasn't until Richard Dormer started there as a delivery driver, as a freshman in college, that he came up with an idea to buy the restaurant. So, three years later, he and his wife, Marty, purchased the restaurant to pay for their college for one dollar. For one crispy dollar. Is that right? Did I make... No. no. You're making up history. Okay, sorry. But, Richard did say pizza is going to be bigger than hamburgers. And I don't think he is far off. If you, I'm telling you, if you've ever had an hideaway pizza, you'll know. So that kind of became the business model through the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Hideaway was also famous for having a fleet of VW Bugs as delivery vehicles. I remember That's the Hideaway cool. Bugs. Mm-hmm. So I remember it. The cool thing is, when the, the VW Bug made the comeback back in the late 90s, they purchased the first one in Oklahoma. I mean, well, it makes sense. That's cool. Yes. So, yeah. are we going to get to the pizza part? Not yet. Okay. No, hang on a second. Sorry. Although I get impatient. I'm hungry. There's a bunch of these around, but the original location, they've only moved once. They moved, I think, across the street. It's still at 230 South Knobloch. Now, there's an interesting fact here. All right. About Richard. Rest in peace. He passed away back in 2015, but he was an avid kite flyer. In Oklahoma? I mean... I think this is probably one of the best places to Dude, fly a kite. I've tried to fly kites. <laughs> I've got a hundred kids, man. I've tried to fly kites, and every single one of them snaps the line. It goes crazy. The wind catches it, and it slams it into the ground. I don't believe that we had an avid kite flyer that was a resident of the state of Oklahoma that actually flew kites here. Well, he and his wife traveled the country, went to events all around the world, teaching and hosting workshops for people about kite flying. And then some years ago, I think it was within, within the last decade, they tried to b- break the Guinness World Record for most kites in the air at once. Wasn't able to break that record, but he was able to educate people on kite flying. And to this day, certain locations still have some of his personal kite collection within the restaurant. So, pretty cool. I did not know that about the kites. I think that I have noticed kites. That's and did why. not notice why, or did not know why there were kites. The one in Moore has kites in it. But yes, are we talking about locations now? Are well, we? Get, are we getting close getting, to food? Getting here, close to dude? pizza. Can I get some breadsticks while I'm waiting? <laughs> I I recommend the fried mushrooms if you're going to go there. Anyway, bunch of locations. Obviously, number one is in Stillwater. There are four locations in OKC. One in Edmond. Five in Tulsa. Now the cool thing, they have expanded their borders. Some years ago, he did release. I think you have to release the rights or whatever to to relocate stores or open newer stores. Like franchise like rights. Like franchise okay. rights. So there are three of them in Arkansas. I think that's pretty cool. I like it. But there, you, you literally can't go anywhere without being close to one. There's Norman, Moore, Yukon. They're everywhere. But the okay, the food. Yes. Now we're, we're finally the food. Now you took me here. Yeah. You're like, we got to go here. And I'm yep. like, mm, pizza's pizza, and Oklahoma doesn't do pizza very well. Well, and I'm going to say it. You had some hit and miss pizza experiences. experiences? I tell you what, there was um, a pizza place on in North Oklahoma City for a heartbeat called Falcone's. Yeah. And then they moved. Well, they're still in they, North May. Right. That's the one I'm talking yeah. about. Then they opened up a second location in Bricktown. Yeah. And that was the death nail of the good pizza when you at either location. Yeah, it's this it, when when restaurants go sequel, it 
you you gonna have a perfect recipe. I don't, I just don't know that that's the place you want to re you know not relaunch your brand, but it seems like an ideal location. But there's just too many. It's too oversaturated down there. I don't I don't know, but I just didn't after after that point in time. I never was able to get a good slice of pizza from Falcone's. So I'm gonna say that the expansion did not help them, and I think there was a owner transfer in there somewhere. Right when when the guy that owned it that looked like he was in the mob stopped being there. I think it stopped. You you, you, lose, you lose the luster. A know? little bit. A yeah. little bit. So, let's talk about Hideaway. I'll give it to you. They're good. It's a good pizza. It's better than the mainstays, which are all fast food joints, right. by a long shot. Right. But hand-tossed, I mean, it's hand-tossed dough. It's not straight out of the freezer. I mean, fresh ingredients do. But you... Man, I don't want to. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to name names, but I will say there's a place that shares the same initials as I do that you say <laughs> you say is really good. No, I disagree. I, it's decent. But I've heard you say in front of mixed company, "This is this is really good." That sounded just like you. That didn't sound anything like <laughs> me. I'm just saying. I'm Hideaway not a chipmunk. What I like about Hideaway. Let's hear it is not only do they have some interesting varieties, and yes, they're kind of, let's be realistic, if a stoner was going to make a pizza, most of these pizzas would be something like a stoner would make at home. Like if you read the ingredients to it, it let me look at the pizza right there, the boss. Mm-hmm. It's got everything but the kitchen sink. Okay, so I am going to say, as far as, they've got a a good pizza. It's Yeah. I'm, the ranch is off the... The ranch is good. Yes. But I am going to say, mm-hmm. I'm very particular on my crust, so I can't go just, hey, this is the bomb, you got to do this, because I, I kind of like... Te- I think they have a pizza called the bomb, but go ahead. It's a possibility. <laughs> but their toppings are really good. They are really good. Now, as far up. as the the combination of the crust and the sauce, mm-hmm. the combination of the crust and the sauce, it, I think it's too, it's too hard to nail that down. Right. Because people's tastes are so varied. But as far as the ingredients, the mm-hmm. toppings. Oh yeah. While we were there, we had the capone, mm-hmm. which had their red sauce, mm-hmm. mozzarella, bacon, uh, Genoa salami, oh, Italian yeah, sausage, good, pepperoni, black olives, red onion, roasted garlic, and then uh, some Parmesan herb thing. Yeah. If the if I got shot in the face eating the capone, I feel like I've achieved. Max level. So I could have eaten the toppings off mm-hmm. of that pizza mm-hmm. without any issue at all. And again, you know, I don't, I'm not trying to, I don't know the best way to say this. Am I being pretentious here? Yeah. I like the New York style pizza. I don't thin like crust. the. You like a thin crust? I, and I, I don't I t- like a cracker crust. Right. There's a difference between a thin crust and a cracker crust, and people say thin crust here, and they mean cracker crust. Pizza Pizza Hut has a cracker crust. Sorry, Pizza Hut. We love you. If you if you want to pay our bills, I'll take everything back. But I like their thin crust. But the problem is it's soft, and on the edge is just cracker. Like I don't like that. I don't like a crunchy. And I normally don't like a hand tossed crust because I don't like a thick. So you're like crust. me, and it's right. it's hard to nail. And it I really think, is hard. I think across the board. I think if you polled a million people, you're going to end up with about seven hundred and fifty thousand different combinations of what yeah. they think is good pizza compared to somebody else. 
I don't think there are very many people that are that are pizza best buds for life mm-hmm. because they like exactly the same combination and styles of pizza. So I think this is kind of a hard show to do. Well, I and I always I'm also kind of sitting here going, I feel like it's Davy and Goliath, and we're taking pot shots at like the king of Oklahoma pizza right now, and we're I'm not. not. No, well, I'm just, and, and that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm trying to trying to kind of I don't know. Trying to convey some of our thoughts about the pizza, not in a negative light. Right. Exactly. It's just, you know, it's pizza, but it's good pizza. It is good pizza. Their ranches, their ranches are always good. They, you know, they hire nice people. It's a clean, it's a clean setup. I have zero complaints about. And one thing I do like about them is you can order any pizza, half and half. Like, hey, the kids want pepperoni, but mom and dad want the Maui Magic. They'll do it. They will make a pizza with each individual slice being something different. No, they will. No, 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 no. No. Where? Where? Where am I supposed to look? You just go go to the menu. I'm at the menu. I feel like Rogan. (laughs) Pull up the pull pull up the pizza. Where's Jamie at? Where's Jamie at? Go scroll up. You'll you'll see it's it's called the it's called the Hideaway Special. When you see it, you're gonna think this thing was made on Adobe. I promise you. Keep going. You're almost there. Look at that. No, 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 that's not real. That is real. No, it's not. It's real. It's a... Okay. Look at that. Okay, so I'm looking at a picture of a pizza that each slice is a a different... It's a different freaking pizza. I'm sorry, but I've never met a pizza pizza employee that could cut a pizza into regular shaped slices anyway. So you're telling me that they not only made all of those ingredients... (laughs) Like, line up like that, but then somebody came in there with a pizza roller and cut that. Read the description. I see it, but I think they made eight different pizzas and then took them apart and put them back together. Yeah, they're like, we we won't sell one of these. We'll just make one and then see if we sell one. If you're the guy, I don't think you let the guy on the first the first day on the job do this. No. Not a chance. I mean, it is. Can you have a... <laughs> Look at the asymmetry. Like, I just don't believe that really. It's like a unicorn, dude. That is not a thing that exists in the real world. I'm looking for like uh, seams and <laughs> <laughs> Photoshop marks, like where they left the cursor so in the middle of the screen. Again, for our listening audience, because yeah. the only people that are visually watching this podcast or, or you are and you I. and I. Yeah, but. It looks like somebody took a straight edge and put these toppings on. The slice with all meat matched up with the slice with just black olives. Mm-hmm. Tell me that doesn't look like it was done with a damn ruler. Something. Okay. I, I think you get fired if you mess this one up. Okay, so that's awesome. I like it. If no, it's real. I, no, but find me a... you. I challenge you to find me a, a hell of a hole in the wall that'll do that. I think Papa John's would, would hang up on you. If you ask for that. <laughs> I mean, these folks do, they go above and beyond. There's not a damn thing I can say about them that's bad. Again, I'd, as far as all of the ingredients involved, everything seems to be super high quality. It is good. Just, can somebody, can somebody import the New York style crust for me so I can have... I, well, it's a different show, but I can tell you a place that... uh are you going to say the E-word? The E-word. All right, we'll close, talk about man. them later. Yeah. Well, if you're interested in information on Stillwater or Hideaway Pizza, 
can always go to the website. We'll put links in the show notes. Or you can just go to our website. Go to our website. You know what? Order through us. <laughs> only at okshow.com. You cannot order pizzas on our website, but you can find cool episodes of this show. Some of them might include food. They may. Or, yeah, they, there's going to be a food episode. One, one or two. One or two. Well, it's been the Only an OK Show. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. And we're out for delivery. Like I said, you've been in radio, you know that what you say coming up at this coming it's up all, in ten minutes. It's all theater. It's all theater. Exactly. So what do we we gotta make we're gonna make something up? No, we're gonna make something up. Okay, well then fine. We'll we just, just change the timestamps. Fine. You know it's not about the past, it's about the the present. And we're here to talk about Stillwater. Oh f- we had a lot of shit going on this, but it's not about the past. It's about fudge. No, no, no. Uh, no taxes and stuff. All right, blah 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 blah. Do you have the rest of the blahs? You can you fill no. in the blanks? You can. It's got to go back and forth. So I figured you can pick up some blahs on your end. Okay, let's roll. No, you're gonna just read it off there. No, I'm not. I'm going to make sure. Okay. That I got words to say so that when you go, blah, blah, blah. You're the facts guy. The numbers guy. Okay, whatever. Let's roll. Whoa, whoa. Okay. One, and the deep and frequent traces. The deep and frequent traces of I can't say my Traces? Traces? And he finished off by saying the deep and frequent traces of <laughs> Buffalo. I freakert. did it. Freakert. Freakert. Yeah. Holiday. Lo- <laughs> All right. Three, two, one.